Hi, Sexy. Thanks for checking this out. We are so excited to get to know you. Your story is being uploaded right now. I know you're going to love it. But before we get started, do me a favor and write down this code. It's erotic50, E-R-O-T-I-C-5-0. What's that about? Well, it's your key to unlock 50% off and free shipping on adamandeve.com. Man, are they generous. Just enter erotic50 at the checkout and there you go. This big discount on almost any item in their sex emporium. Oh, and a little hit? Some of the toys go so good with the stories you're about to hear. Enjoy! JackGary.com This is one of my many sex stories that I've never written down before until now. Quite truthfully, I didn't really want to write it down and share it with all of you, but too many people suggested I should, which is probably a testament to how weird and interesting the story is. The story takes place in Silicon Valley. No, not where all the tech companies are, but where all the fake tits are. I'm talking about San Fernando Valley, or just the Valley, or Porn Valley, as it's commonly called. Porn Valley is a lovely little community about 30 minutes north of Los Angeles proper, where a shocking 90% of all legally distributed pornographic films in the United States are made. A few years ago, I was in LA on business. I was going to be there for a few weeks, so I rented this gorgeous vintage Pontiac convertible. White exterior, black leather interior. It was a great car to fuck in. If there's one thing you should know about LA, is that you better have a damn nice ride, because you'll be spending upwards of six hours a day just driving around in traffic. A couple of days into my trip, my friend called me up to ask if I wanted to come to his house in San Fernando Valley for an afternoon of swimming, margaritas, and some good old-fashioned relaxation in the sun. I had never been to this guy's house before, but based on what he does for a living, you can guess what it is, I could only assume that he had done very well for himself, and he had a nice big house to hang out in. Maybe we'd invite some chicks. So I took him up on his invitation and said that I would see him in a few days, and to watch out for a roaring Pontiac that might be blasting up his driveway. A day before I was supposed to meet my friend in San Pornando Valley, I received a very cryptic text from him that read, Plans changed. Come by earlier. 6 a.m. In my head, I remember thinking, 6 a.m. is ridiculously early, even for a weekday. I didn't respond and assumed that perhaps he was just an early riser and had some stuff to do later in the day, but still really wanted to hang out. So I rolled with the punches. The next day, my hotel woke me up at the ungodly hour of 5.30 a.m. I showered, drank a cup of coffee, put on my swim trunks, threw on my shades, and got into the Pontiac. It was summertime in Los Angeles, so it was already 80 degrees outside. I headed north on the 101 with the top down and the warm breeze in my hair, and I felt alive. I pulled up to the address I had written down, and it was just like I imagined it in my head. Long winding driveway, white stucco, an enormous house with a view as far as the eye can see. It was also one of the ugliest houses I've ever seen. I roared up the driveway, like I said I would, and slammed the Pontiac into park and jumped out excitedly. I half expected my friend to be waiting at the entrance, but nobody was there. I knocked on the door a few times, I rang the bell, and still no one answered. At this point, I was getting a little angry. I got up at 5.30am to accommodate this guy's schedule. The hell with it. I'm going to get my fun in the sun no matter what. So I climbed over the fence, walked around to the back of the house, and that's when I saw it. Two chicks, completely naked, fully making out on an inflatable life raft. In that exact moment, I realized I was at the completely wrong house. My friend didn't answer the door because he didn't live there in the first place. I must have written the address down wrong. After the first wave of embarrassment wore off, which took about 30 seconds, I was left wondering, 
who these two naked pool nymphs were getting it on at the pool at 6.30 a.m. on a Wednesday morning in the San Fernando Valley. Was I dreaming? Naturally, me being Jack Gary and all, I went in for the hello and how are you and proceeded to shake their hands. Picture their large, gorgeous tits flopping and bobbing around in the water. As I continued to introduce myself and apologize for walking into their backyard, making the excuse that I thought it was my friend's house, I heard a guy's voice yell, Cut! I soon realized that not only was the wrong house, but that they were filming a porno right there in the backyard. The best part of this whole scenario is that they didn't yell cut sooner because they thought I was the male actor making my cue, which I would learn later was, I shit you not, to walk into the backyard of the wrong house, see two gorgeous naked women in the pool, jump in and have them start performing oral sex on me. I regretted not acting upon my first impulse until a little later. In the meantime, when the director and the guy with one of those fuzzy microphones realized I wasn't the actor making my entrance, only then did they yell cut. But the best was yet to come. After they yelled cut, the two actresses got out of the pool and went inside the house. The director and his boom operator asked me if I wanted a drink and some breakfast. I said, sure, I'm always down for a weird sex adventure. As we were all sitting there at the dining room table in this awful, garish, porn valley mansion, the two actresses wearing nothing but transparent negligees, the director told me that they had a day-long shoot and if the male actor didn't show that they might have to cancel. That's when I chimed in, they could have me take his place. For some reason they said, sure, apparently people flake out all the time in this business. And lucky for me, because this was a lifelong dream of mine, to be in at least one porno. Dreams do come true in Los Angeles. We were filming all day, in the bath, on the pool table, in the kitchen, back in the shower. I must have fucked those two actresses on every surface on every corner of that house. It was all guaranteed, no strings attached. The last scene was a bedroom scene. It was to be with only one of the actresses, the hot blonde one, who didn't look a day over 20, with huge fake tits. My task was simple. She blows me, I fuck her, and then I come all over her face. Wonderful. I could do that. No problem. As the cameras rolled, I was going at it with her from behind, upside down, sideways, and all the way back around again. It wasn't all that pleasurable, because there was a guy with a camera literally filming two inches away from my balls. Anyhow, we're in the final stretch, and we're getting closer and closer to the money shot. I'm about to blow my wad all over the blonde, just so some other anonymous guy watching on the internet can blow his wad too. The thought of that was a bit disturbing, but I was in the zone anyways, the orgasm zone. That's the thing about porn. You know for certain if the guy comes, but you never know if the girl is faking it or not. I guess it's the same way in real life. Anyways, I just blew my wad all over her face. The bedroom door swung open. I was shocked to see my friend standing there, clutching the doorknob in horror. I was thinking, why is he here? Does he know these people? They must be his neighbors. The shocking truth was that this was his house. In his text message, he meant to write 6 p.m. and not 6 a.m. And the worst part was that he didn't even know the people were filming in his house like they were some sort of porn squatters. They knew no one was going to be home. Apparently, renting a house for the day is expensive, so they just assumed they could sneak into one. In the end, I vouched for the crew and saved their asses by telling my friend they were with me. In the end, it was all a big misunderstanding. Unfortunately, the smell of menthol, lube, and cheap bubblegum never left my friend's house for months. I didn't have the heart to tell him what exactly we did and where, and I sincerely hope he never sees that porno the next time he's wanking it on the internet. Wow, how is that? So hot. So fun. You know what's also hot and fun? Ordering something from adamandeve.com. They're so generous with us in bringing these stories to you, but also helping you out with 50% off almost any item on their site and giving you free shipping. Just enter offer code EROTIC50 at checkout on almost any single item and you'll see the price go down by half. 
and shipping is for free. Amazing! Erotic 50 is the code. So don't stop listening to these stories. We love you. I'll be waiting. <laughs> <laughs>